Hey guys, welcome to the Welding Business Owners Podcast, where podcasts are late, but our bids are on time. I'm your host, Kevin, with JMW Fabrication. Today, before we hop back into another interview with another guest, I want to go over some questions and answers that I get from you guys. It seems like a lot of you guys are reaching out with some pretty generic, some pretty specific questions, and a lot of them seem to be kind of the same. So I want to take a couple of them, put them out there, tell you what I think about it. Um, I'm by far not an expert at this, but I've done this for a little bit, and I can tell you my experience with things. So it's free advice. Take it for what it is. But there's a lot of them that I think would help some other people out there. One of the first things I'm getting a lot of, it's probably half to three quarters of the questions that come through, is how do you get your name out there? How do you go from zero customers to one? What's the first thing you do? There's a million ways you could go about this. But I think what it comes down to is there's nothing to it but to do it. You just have to start. You have to have your machine. You have to have a place to do it. The way to get out there and get customers is your first customers are going to be your family and friends. I don't really know anybody who nailed any big jobs right off the bat. Um, A lot of my work came from other contractors that I knew who I would do work for on the side. You know, word got around that I threw a welder in the back of my truck and I was doing side work and they kept me busy for a while and I would be doing it after work at night. I'd be doing it on the weekends and it just kind of grew from there. I think if you don't have any network like that, you should really look into how to market yourself. You know, obviously business cards are the easiest and cheapest thing to get and just to hand out to everybody. I would start putting stuff out on social media. You know, everybody sees their friends who are doing their side hustle, they're selling, you know, slim fast shakes or Mary Kay and, you know, they're on to something new in two months and, you know, we all have those friends on there. But they put themselves out there. You have to let people know you're doing what you're doing. So take pictures of your welds, start a Facebook page, um, advertise if you can. You know, Google Ads is was a huge help for me in starting JMW Fabrication. Um, back in the day, we went on Craigslist. Uh, when I first started out and it was just me in the back of a pickup truck, I got a lot of work off of Craigslist. I got a lot of crappy work. I had a lot of guys who didn't really want to pay. I got a lot of tire kickers, but I got some pretty decent work off there, enough to pay my bills back when, you know, 10, 15 years ago when Craigslist was really a thing. Um, go out there, you know, Facebook Marketplace, you can put yourself out there. You can still put yourself out there on Craigslist. The biggest thing is just letting people know that you're doing it. There is no excuse for you to not have business cards. There's no excuse for you to not have a website. I mean, they're, what, 10 bucks a month? You know, if you don't know how to make a website, I'm sure you know somebody who does. Or some of these are so simple that you can just spend two, three hours watching YouTube videos and just make one yourself. Honestly, we still make our own website. We still edit ourselves, even though we don't have an update in a long, long time. You know, it's still out there. It was super simple to make. But this is, you know, coming up on 2023. There is no excuse for you to not have this. Now, after you print your business cards and you have your website up, you have to go start knocking on doors. It is scary. It is intimidating. 
but you have to go out and do it. Go out there, ask for references from people, talk to your friends who are contractors, just get out there and network yourself. Go to stop by people's shops, you know, don't stop by a re- if you want to start doing restaurant work, don't stop by at five o'clock when the dinner rushes on. Stop by at 11 o'clock when they're first getting in there. You know, guys are always at the shop in the morning and they're always in the shop at the afternoon. You know, if you're if you want to get into landscaping, um, landscaping companies, paving companies, other places that need welding work done, maybe maybe the first thing in the morning is not the best time. Maybe you should come around, you know, four, five, six, seven o'clock, depending on what time of year it is. Um, always talk to the person in charge. You can drop stuff off at the gatekeeper, which is going to be the secretary. It's going to be whoever's in the front office. It might get to the decision maker. It might not. Um, if you could ask for a foreman or a manager or somebody who's in charge who makes those decisions, those are always the people that you need to talk to. Now, don't be pushy. Don't insist on it and, you know, be rude or anything like that. But, you know, that lady in the front office is more than likely not going to be the one calling you when their trailer breaks on the side of the road. It's going to be the boss. It's going to be the foreman. It's going to be the manager. So if you're going out and knocking on doors, try to talk to the decision makers and be courteous and just be smart with your time. Go there when they're going to be there. Go there when they're going to be open to talking to you versus, you know, seven o'clock in the morning when they're trying to get everybody out the door. They don't want to deal with you. They don't want to be bugged by somebody who, you know, is soliciting work from them who they really don't even need or care about right now. So think about that. Keep that in mind when you go out and start knocking on doors. Next thing is narrow down your customers. What do you want to do? You know, when when we first started out, I said that we did everything. And then I realized that we don't do everything. We don't have the capability to do everything. So I had to narrow it down. I had to think of who I made the most money off of, who was most profitable for us, what kind of customer I wanted to deal with. You know, we did a lot of artistic and residential stuff when we first started out and man the residential stuff they're a giant pain in the butt they have the lowest price stuff and they're the biggest pains in the butt about it they want it perfect and they want it for less than what you can buy it for at walmart so we got out of that game because i just couldn't i just couldn't take dealing with the people like that if you want Walmart or Amazon handrail, go buy Walmart or Amazon handrail. Um, you know, if you do equipment work, well, go out there and th- think like your customer. How are you going to sell to them? Are you going to do 24 hour repairs? Are you going to um, do mobile things? Because, you know, guys who break down in the field with their excavators and their backhoes and, you know, all their equipment, that's a really good business to get into because those guys, they're making money with their equipment. So if you are charging 60, 80, 100, 120, 150 bucks an hour for your welding, they don't care because their machine is probably making more than that when it's up and running. Versus if you go to somebody who's wants a handrail for their grandmother's porch and you tell them it's going to be 2400 bucks, 
they're going to say, well, I can go buy it at Lowe's for 400 or 600 And, you know, they just completely wasted your time. So I think you need to narrow down what customers you want and then start targeting, targeting them however you can. Get creative with things. Um, like I said, Google Ads is something that you can get into. You have to really understand how Google Ads works. We had, I mean... 10 to 20 or 30 times return on the money that we spent on Google ads. And it really helped us grow to where we are today. But I spent days learning how Google ads works, making my ads, tailoring them, um, going back and revising them, seeing what worked, what didn't putting more money where the stuff worked, taking money away from the stuff that didn't work. And, you know, as you start to get into bigger jobs that might be worth your time but you know we're the question is how do you start out and it's just get out there understand what customers you want and start marketing to those customers now the question that piggybacks off of that how do you get bigger customers a lot of you guys reached out and it seems like you're already doing your thing either full-time or part-time and you want to start getting into larger ticket customers how do you do that well first thing is it's always cheaper to keep a customer than go find another one now with that being said don't be afraid to fire bad customers i have you know gently fired quite a few customers because they are pains in the butt they don't pay on time if they're just not good to work with but a lot of the customers that we do have are good customers so how do we move up from there well, first thing is ask them for references to other customers. Have them make have them introduce you and your company to other people in the industry. If they're in the roofing industry, say, "Hey, do you any do you know any other roofers who might need a good welder? Do you need, you know, a, you've got landscapers as your customers. Hey, do like do you know any other landscapers who don't do their own welding in-house? Um, one of the things that I do when I meet new businesses to where I might you know, they might be potential clients as I say, hey, do you do all your repairs in-house? And where's the line to where you would send something out? So that kind of gives me what they're looking for. If they're like, oh, we have a, a Harbor Freight 110 flux core that we kind of get by with. Well, that means like, you know, they can fix their own mower decks, but when the axles fall off the trailer, they're going to be calling me. I just think it's really important that you take a good look at yourself and say, why would somebody else hire me? And then build off of that. You know, do you show up on time? Do you present yourself well? Do you show up in clothes that are five years old and have holes in them? Now, granted, you know, throw a little bit of holes around the belly because you because you've been welding and grinding on it. That, that's a that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, do you have holes in your in the crotch of your pants because you just don't care? Do you show up smelling like a day of work or yesterday's day of work? Um, do you even show up at all? Do you have good communication skills? You know, when you deal with other businesses. They want to deal with other people who are professionals. If you say you're going to be there, they expect you to be there. And you should expect them to be there. 
Do you brush your teeth and comb your hair in the morning before you go out to meet customers? You know, that kind of stuff, that matters. Do you show up, you know, I'm not going to pick on what kind of truck or what kind of welder you use because at the end of the day, it should all get it done. But you have to think about how you present yourself to other people because if they've got a $4 million job and you can't get there because your truck doesn't run that day, well, I'll tell you what, they're going to go find someone else real quick who does have a good running truck and will get there and get their job done because that makes them look back to their customers. Funny story, how I ended up with with my, the truck that I have now is uh, the truck I started out with was a 96 F350, 356,000 miles. I've had, I bought this truck when I was 18 and this was my work truck for a long time. And it was super reliable. I've done everything on this thing, you know, twice already, right, as far as maintenance. Um, but it left me sitting one day, and I had a job. I had to go weld stainless steel gutters in like a like a friggin' trough system for like a dog food factory. And they were in a super hot rush, and they're like, "Hey, we need you out here like in a day or two. I'm like, "You know what? I got it." I'll be out there to help you. And my truck broke down. And it was, you know, wintertime, whatever. It just it just broke and left me on the side of the road. Luckily, I had a welding skid in the back. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take the welding skid out. I'm going to rent a truck. I'm going to go there and I'm going to get it done. So I called him up. I'm like, hey, you know, I broke down and I'm putting my stuff in another truck. And he's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll find somebody here on site to do it. And that, I mean, I lost... A $6,000 job right there. And after that, I was like, you know what? Never again. I'm going to go out and I bought, not a brand new truck. It was like four years old. But something that got me there on time. But the moral of the story is, why would they want to hire you versus somebody else? You know, is it price? Is it the fact that you show up? Is it the fact that, you know, you do something that somebody else doesn't? Do you do it better than them? Put yourself in their shoes and why would you hire yourself and then work from there on out on how to sell the customer on why they should use you? As far as advertising material goes, um, you guys can do whatever you want. I'll tell you my school of thought on things. Business cards are super, super cheap. Um, when I first started out, even my first business cards, I got them printed on thick, thick, almost like cardboard stock paper. So that they st- they stood out from everybody else. Now we have stainless steel metal business cards. Because when you give those out to people, it makes a statement without even saying anything. It says, hey, we are here. We are professional. We're giving you this 2 3 $4 business card because we are professionals and we know what we're doing and, we- and we're getting this done. I also like to include a brochure. We have three, like a, like a three-fold brochure. And it has, you know, pictures of all that we do. So when people say, hey, what kind of stuff do you do? Bam, give them a brochure. We do mobile welding. You know what? There's a mobile rig. We're working on something. We do plasma cutting. We do tube bending. We do all this. And it has pictures of our best work there. Cable railing, beautiful spiral staircases on there. It's got our best work and it just shows what we do. Uh, One thing we kind of shy away from a little bit more is everybody thinks that t-shirts are the best way to advertise. You know, t-shirts do get worn and they get out there and they get your 
brand recognition, but they don't get jobs. Don't go out and spend hundreds of dollars on t-shirts and hope that you're going to get work from giving t-shirts to all your buddies. It's just not worth the money that you're going to go out there and spend for it. Once you're making money and you want to have brand recognition and you have good customers and you want to reward them, sure, give them t-shirts. But if not, make everybody else pay for their t-shirt. Seriously, it's just not worth it. It's not going to get you as much business as you think. But if you do go against my advice and you have t-shirts printed, when you give them away, make sure that they earn them. Have a Facebook giveaway or have an Instagram giveaway where they have to share your post of something that you know, you're trying to promote in order to enter to win whatever prize you're giving away like your, like your t-shirt. So that way you actually get some advertising out of it rather than it just sitting in the drawer and then wearing it to work. One of the things that we give away is we actually have Yetis. We have laser engraved Yetis and we have laser engraved Leathermans that we give away to our customers now who, you know, as soon as, soon as you hit that ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollar threshold with us, you know, you'll get you'll get a sweet little gift from us for Christmas. So we're at the point where that's where what we're able to give away because nobody wants just a Christmas card with a pen and a magnetic calendar. Yeah, it might work, but you know what? Speaks volumes more than that. A laser engraved Yeti for them. A laser engraved Leatherman that they're actually going to use every day. So that's what we do. You know, that might not be up your alley. You might think that idea is terrible, but that's what works for us. And we've had a lot of really good feedback on it. Anyway, circling back to the original question of how to get your name out there a little bit more and start to get bigger customers is one thing we did was we joined the Chamber of Commerce. That really helped us out a lot. And um, really, it's there's no easy or fast way about it. It's just going to take time. You know, they say bad news travels faster than good news. Well, you know what? Good news takes a long time to get around. But if you keep on doing what you say you're going to do, keep your nose to the grindstone, keep treating your customers well, somebody's going to ask them, hey, do you have a good welder for this? Or that your, your name's going to come up or they're going to be able to pass you on to somebody else. And that's just how you do it. You know, keep on doing what you're doing and putting it out there so everybody can see. Have your website tailored to... It's funny, when the 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 progression of our website, when I first started out, you know, I did some nice jobs and I put some pictures up there. But every year or two, I would go back and I'd look at the pictures and be like, man, that was such like a, like a, like a noob thing for me to do. Where like, you know, I had these little like four or five foot section railings that I thought looked great, but it really just showed how small I really was at the time because I was just doing little handrails and stuff. And you'll see that as you grow. I mean, heck, if you, I'm terrible at actually looking back at our Instagram, but I'm sure if you look back at our Instagram, when we first started out, you'll, you'll see some of the stuff that was just, you know, you know, peon stuff compared to what we're doing now. So be careful of that, you know, don't make yourself look too small to other customers. Um, I always use the word we, even when I didn't have a team, it was just me. You know, I had other people I worked with, so it, I wasn't really deceiving anybody. 
because I, you know, I had a network of people who we could all work together with. So I pulled them in on jobs. So I always said we would do it. We would do it rather than I, because if you say I'm going to do it, it kind of, you know, people get a little bit weird about that because everything happens to be on your shoulders. What happens if you get sick? What happens if you get hurt? You know, then their job falls apart. So one little tip that we that I I was doing, I yeah see that that I did was I would say that we like as in we had a team behind us, which you know it, 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 we kind of did. So be careful with selling yourself too short by making yourself seem too small, but don't oversell yourself by making yourself seem too big. One of the advantage of making yourself look a little bit bigger than what you really are is that those are the jobs that you're looking to do. You know, you are at, you know, spot number two and you want to be at spot number three or four or five. Well, project the fact that you can take on those jobs of spots three and four and five and six and beyond, you know, maybe not spot number 10 or 11 or 12, but if you can handle jobs that are one, two, three levels above where you're at right now, if you can portray that to other people, well, that's how you get the bigger jobs. So show your work, show what you can do, um, speak in a professional manner on the phone, use punctuation in your emails. Oh my gosh, if people can't talk to me on the phone or they don't know when to use a period or capitalize something in an email, I I know who I'm working with right off the bat and that might might be judgmental but you know what professionals know how to write emails and just it doesn't have to be perfectly well worded you just need to use basic punctuation you know if you can't get out there and just know when to put a period and capitalize something and what to capitalize in the sentence like somebody's name you know I I can see that from a mile away and I'm like all right well this guy, you know, but moral of the story is present yourself in a manner that you're able to take on the jobs that you're that you want to get into and show people that you can add value and you can take on those jobs without over promising and being able to, you know, having to under deliver on those because you kind of got yourself a little bit out of, you know, in over your head. Well, I think that's about it for the questions for today. I've got a bunch of other questions that you guys have answered that I want to do want to answer. I'm going to put them out in other Q and A's. I figured this was just a really good first one to get out there to get the most commonly asked ones. Some of you guys, you know, we're coming up on the new year. This is going to be a new start for you. You're going to start your own business. You're going to jump ship. You're going to, you know, set a new year's resolution and new goals for next year with all the questions that I got. And these being the most common, I figured this would be a good place to start with. Um, some of the other ones are a little bit more in-depth. They're a little bit more uh, for the established business. But um, if you guys have anything, let me know. Shoot me questions. Uh, we can chat. And if not, I'll just answer them in here. But I appreciate you guys. Um, I hope you guys kill it in business this year. Uh, we have some pretty great lofty goals for ourselves. So um, if you don't have anything, you should probably set some goals get out there and start start rocking and rolling so till next time guys thanks